Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. My name is Tony, I'm your host, if we haven't met yet today, I am going to talk about your identity, about what was, about what is, and about what could be. I've been a pastor in the local church for over 10 years, and now I work for a ministry known as Spirit and Truth, where we travel around the country, awakening and equipping churches and church leaders to what it means to be disciple makers, evangelists, and to be powered by the Holy Spirit. So today is one of my monologue episodes. I'm going to share with you some thoughts that I have about our identity, about what it means to bring that identity to Christ, and about how God loves you so much that he's going to take your identity and do something amazing with it. Today's scripture comes out of John chapter 21. We're going to take a look at verses really kind of 1 through 14, right? 1 through 14, where uh, this is what happens right before Jesus reinstates Peter. And we're going to talk about this in just a moment. We'll jump into the text. If this conversation is useful for you, if it's helpful, if you find it valuable, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify. And hey, the highest compliment you can give us, share this episode with a friend. If you want to learn more about what God is doing through the Reclamation Podcast, check us out on Instagram at TWMILT, T-W-M-I-L-T, or reclamationpodcast.com reclamationpodcast.com. All right, let's jump into today's scripture. I love the gospel of John and I really love the last chapter, John 21. So if you're not familiar with where we are in the text, Jesus has already died and he's resurrected. What he's doing now is he's kind of showing up in the disciples' lives to give them something um, extra, to give them kind of their marching orders to understand. So um, Simon, Peter, uh, and a couple of guys were out fishing, right? So he said, uh, friends, this is Jesus calling out to them. This is verse 5 of chapter 21. Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, he being Jesus, throw out your nets on the right side of the boat until you find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. And as soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and he jumped into the water. The other disciple followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals with fish on it and some bread. Verse 10, Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught. So Simon Peter climbed back in the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, he took the bread, he gave it to them, and he did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Okay, and then right after this, Jesus reinstates Peter. He says to him three times, Jesus, or Peter, will you feed my sheep? And Peter, of course, says, yes, Lord. But let's talk a little bit about this interaction with Jesus and Peter on the boat, because I think oftentimes it gets overlooked. And when it comes to my own identity, I know sometimes I often feel overlooked. I often feel lost. I often feel like I'm not good enough to go to the Lord. And I think, 
I think that's what Jesus is teaching us through Peter in this text. See, one of the things that I know for sure is that oftentimes uh, my identity gets in the way of what God wants my identity to be. Let me say that another way. God uses messed up people to share his teachings because they are the ones most qualified to speak of his unconditional love. God uses messed up people to share his teachings because they are oftentimes the ones most qualified to speak of God's unconditional love. Right? I know in my own life, um, the areas in which I'm most passionate about, healthy marriages, disciple making, growing closer to Christ, well, they're all born out of my brokenness. There was a season in my life where I wasn't sure that my marriage was going to make it. And I was working in church at a time. And it was God's redemption, his promise, his unconditional love and his grace in that situation that really changed everything for me, much like it did for Peter. Let's revisit the text for just a moment. Peter went back to fishing after Jesus had died and resurrected, which is kind of funny because when we think about what happens early on in the gospel, Matthew 4, for example, Jesus calls them to give up fishing. He calls them to drop their nets. He calls them away from their old identity. He calls us away from our old identity. He calls us from where we were, and he calls us to follow him. And when we follow him, we leave where we are, and we go and we do something different. Jesus calls us into a new life. That's true. And this is the exact same thing that happens to Peter. Peter's called by Jesus. He leaves his nets. Now, when he feels like he fails Jesus by denying him, he goes back to his old self. Man, I don't know about you, but that resonates for me. Because I know far too often when I feel like I've sinned, when I feel like I've failed, when I feel like I've let Jesus down, that's when I'm most likely to go back to my old self. In the recovery world, um, which I, I work in sometimes, we have a, a phrase, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Halt, right? Don't ever make a decision when you're in a halt environment. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Man, sometimes when I f sin, I feel so lonely. I don't feel worthy of God's love. I don't feel worthy of his attention. I just want to go back to where I was before Jesus changed everything. I bet I'm not the only one. And yet, watch what Jesus does with Peter. He calls him out, right? So, so Peter goes to engage Jesus, and Jesus says, do you have any fish? So this is so cool. Peter goes back. He swims back to the boat to get the fish, to get the nets, right? Specifically, the text talks about the net. He says, verse 10, chapter 21, verse 10, Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. The net, the net that he put down, the net he went back and picked up, the net, he drags the net ashore. It was full of large fish. But even so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said, come and have breakfast with me. Friends, I love this imagery because it's such an important reminder that Jesus loves us right where we are, but he loves us so much he's not going to leave us there. Amen? He's not going to leave us where we were. So we can go back we can go back, we can pick up that old identity, and guess what? Jesus is going to redeem it. 
He's literally going to serve at breakfast. He's going to break bread. He's going to give it grace. He's going to remind us that we are so much bigger than anything else. Now, there is something that we can't overlook. Peter was ready when the Lord showed up. He was ready. Jesus didn't have to tell Peter to jump out and swim to him. Peter was ready. You and I, we have to be ready. So when we wrestle with our identity, we can't take our eyes off of Jesus. We still have to have that true north, that compass, that place in our lives where we're going to go. And maybe that's church for you. Maybe you found a good community and you got to show up there every Sunday morning, even on the days you don't feel like it. Maybe it's a good small group for you and you've got a group of men or women in your life who are going to hold you accountable. Well, you can't give up on that small group either. The reality is, is each and every one of us need to find people, places, and spaces that help point us back to Jesus, just like Peter did, right? Peter was with his people. He was looking for Jesus, and when Jesus showed up, he responded, right? First, he tried to respond in the past without his past, and then Jesus says, no, go back and get your past. I'm going to redeem it all. When we get to John 21, verse 15, It says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Friends, I think this is such an important message for all of us that Jesus takes the very worst parts of who we are and he brings them together for his good. He reinstates us. He gives us new identity with our old identity. And God uses messed up people to share his teachings because they are the ones most qualified to speak of God's unconditional love. Peter becomes the rock of the church. He's literally what the church is built on. And I love that because a man who once denied Christ three times becomes the rock, becomes the leader of the very first movement of God's people post-resurrection. If that doesn't encourage you, I'm not sure what will, because we serve a God who loves us so much. The guy who led the very first movement denied him three times. Come on. That's awesome news for us. So I don't know where you're at in your journey. I don't know what you're doing, Uh, but I want to encourage you today. Be on the lookout for Jesus. Be on the lookout for Jesus to use where you've been to take you to someplace new, to reinstate you, to give you new life to be reminded that his grace is sufficient, that his promises are great, and that he is calling you. He's calling you by name. Friends, I hope today's uh, podcast was good for you. Again, I hope it's life-giving. I hope it moves you closer to Jesus. That's what this is all about, moving somebody closer to Jesus. 
If you want more information, uh, check out the show notes. I'm going to drop the scripture in there so you can look it up. Uh, if you have questions or concerns and you want to talk to me, I'm on Instagram pretty often at TWMilt, at T-W-M-I-L-T. You can also subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, iTunes, Spotify, so many other places. Friends, I'm thankful for you. Uh, share this episode with a friend. Don't miss next week. We've got another interview and another monologue episode just for you. Again, I'm so thankful to have you be a part of the Reclamation community. And remember, friends, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.